Hello, good evening. It's Friday. It's half past seven. It only means one thing. It is the Arsenal Women's Show. We have got a big show for you tonight. As always, we are going to look back on that FA Cup defeat last week to Manchester City. Uh, we're going to ask the question. We've got to ask the question. Is Jonas the right man to take this club forward? We're going to look back, of course, at the semi-final of the Continental Cup, which we managed to win. So at the quarterfinals, so we're into the semi-final. And of course, a big game tomorrow at the Emirates against Manchester United, a sellout Emirates. So we're going to look ahead to that as well. It's all coming up. The other side of this. Now, as well as all that that we mentioned before, we're also going to be keeping an eye on the game that's currently going on at Kings Meadow. It is Chelsea against Manchester City, of course, the top two in the WSL. We could do certainly with both teams dropping some points, or if not Chelsea. Well, the score there is actually Chelsea nil, Manchester City one. Uh, it's Bunny Shaw has only just given Manchester City a lead. They've only played, what, 16 minutes there at Kings Meadow, and it is Man City that are winning. So, so far, so good, maybe from an Arsenal perspective. Um, not that necessarily it's going to make much difference if we keep losing games, is it? But anyway, um, we'll take a Manchester City victory tonight, won't we? They are winning Bunny Shaw's goal. It kind of showed the difference with a clinical striker playing every week from the start. That's the difference that it makes. But we'll come on to that a little bit later. Uh, but yeah, Man City are winning. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, well, why am I on my own this week? Well, a couple of reasons, really. Um, first of all, Andreas is, as we're speaking now, he's actually getting on a flight to come from Germany to London because, of course, tomorrow he is at the Emirates for the big game. So there'll be no Andreas tonight, but we do, of course, have his video contributions, as always, which we'll be going through as we go through the show. And, of course, um, you know, who else normally joins us on the show as well as Andreas? Of course, who else would it be? Bama! <laughs> yeah, not bad. I was just actually catching up on the goal. And, yeah, Man City have scored, so it's game one. Yeah, exactly. It was a good goal, actually. Well, well, you know, uh, no, I was yeah, I'll keep it on the background, I'll keep it on silent, so I'll focus a bit more on this. I'll not get distracted, but it's too good a game to ignore. <laughs> yeah, I've just got it on the screen next to me. I'll just, I'll just keep watching it, but yeah, I, you know, it's just time we'll only really be bothered, show, but yeah, no, it's... Yeah, we'll only be bothered if something exciting happens, which um, I'm sure it might do later on now. But anyway, it's one nil to Man City at the moment. So that's that's all quite good, isn't it? Uh, we've had a couple of comments in already. Greg says, yeah, yeah, Jonas yeah. has done as well as recent managers. Yeah, but have the recent managers had the squad depth that we've currently got? That's what we have to ask ourselves, don't we, I suppose? Um, Darren's with us as well. How are you doing, Darren? Good to see you, my friend. Um, so, right, OK, where do we start? Well, I suppose only one place we can really start, isn't there? Rewinding back to last Sunday and what turned out to be a rather disappointing game in the FA Cup. So, yeah, Manchester City beat us by one goal to nil, of course, as we know. Um, the FA Cup was a trophy that, you know, we wanted to really progress in this season, didn't we? It wasn't an easy draw, but um, we didn't really do enough. I, I didn't feel on the day to deserve to go through. And, if you know, when you play the big teams, especially when you're at home, I think we had to, we should have, we needed to do more. If we were going to win that game against a good Man City side, they are a decent side, we know that. We needed to do more than we did on the day and it 
wasn't to be and they got the goal and we couldn't find one back and out we go. And again, questions have got to be asked about the manager, which we'll come on to. But I mean, what did you make of the performance, Amar? Because we didn't play badly, let's be honest, but we didn't do enough, I didn't feel, to win the game, did we? No. So <clears throat> having watched brief highlights back, I just don't know. It seems to me, it seems to me as if the squad, whereas we've imposed ourselves in the big game so much under Jonas, it just feels like in recent weeks that... Um, we are unable to impose ourselves on the game. It was such a cagey affair. It needed somebody to take control of the game. And you know what the big games are. You know what these big games are like in uh, um, in general. They turn out to be quite cagey affairs. I feel like we really needed to put... We've been able to stamp our throat in the game. But I just feel like in recent weeks, we were not been able to do that. And whilst uh, whilst we we did force some good saves towards the end, it was, like, it, was, it was like we had to wait until something happened or for us to trigger us into that, um, to try and force our way back into the game. And you actually have to give a lot of credit to the keeper. We really ought to have imposed ourselves early on in that game. And it just and again, it just showed that if you leave yourself too much to do, ultimately you're going to pay the price. And that's what we did. Whereas, whilst I thought we played well, we were just, it just took too long for us to get going. Yeah, it did, yeah. And I mean, um, in, the, in the games against the big sides, I don't know, I just thought we needed to do more. I just thought we needed to do more in the game from the start, really. And um, mm. I don't know, yeah, we had some chances at the end and we could have took it to extra time. Maybe we should have done it. If that went over the line, the, the header or with a corner story that the goalkeeper yeah, there dropped on their own. Yeah, yeah we know, without goal line technology, you're never going to know for certain. And Yeah, we, we slipped to defeat. But let's uh, listen to what Andreas had to say about Absolutely. the uh, Man Game. I put it into two videos because it's quite a lot of it yet to say actually, so it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I think I don't know. Hello, good evening, everybody. So, my thoughts to uh, the FA Cup match Arsenal versus Man City. We lost 1 0. Yeah, one more disappointing result. Out in Champions League, nearly out of title race in WSL, out in FA Cup. What's next? Uh, yeah, I have to say that uh, I was really, really disappointed uh, after the match. Uh, yeah, of course it was a tough draw, but for Man City it was an even tougher draw. They had to play away at one of the best teams in the league. And yeah, uh, we were at home, but um, all in all, after the 96 or 98 minutes, yeah, it's... It's hard to say, but I think City was this this one goal better team. They were ruthless in front of the goal when they had this one chance. And yeah, uh, once again, um, in my opinion, the team doesn't bring uh, what what this quality squad should bring. Uh, it starts with a questionable lineup. I mean, if Kim Little is fit, she has to play. Uh, yeah, then Beth was out of form in the last two or three matches. Caitlin seems for me overplayed. I think she needs a break. Frida is yeah out of form. She's not the Frida we know from last season. And uh, once again, what has Chloe Lacasse to do in training to get a chance, to get minutes? And why not starting Stina in, in the attacking line? I don't understand. And, and then the subs, once again, not good. No good reaction from the manager. 
when you're one nil down, why sub off your only striker? Sub off a striker and bring another one. No, it's a knockout match. You have to risk something. If you lose one nil or five nil, it doesn't matter in a knockout match. If you lose, you're out. So risk something. Bring Stina on and let Lassie on. So that we have two strikers. They made a good match when they played, I think it was uh, away at United. Sub Beth off. She, she had, yeah, she had not, not a good match. Bring Chloe. Bring Kim on earlier. Not only in the 80th minute. Was Jonas waiting to bring fresh legs for extra time? Uh, we didn't reach extra time because he didn't risk anything. It was miscoached again. Mm. Oh, very, very strong words there from Andreas, wasn't very it? Strong. I mean, yeah. well, it, it's, it's difficult yeah. to disagree with much of that, if I'm honest. I, I do feel yeah. kind of similar to that. I mean, the, the team lineup for me wasn't a surprise. Um, because he's sticking with this almost the same team, isn't he? In in the what, the WSL games and also that FA Cup game against a top team. So I wasn't surprised by the lineup. But to me, um, I mean, we'll come on to Jonas a little bit more later on. But yeah, I, I totally agree with with um, with most of what Andreas said there. Really, I mean, the, the, the substitutions again were poor. Yeah, why not? Why not put two strikers on? We're losing one nil. Go for it. And it, you know, I mean. I, you're right, in a knockout game, if you lose 2 0 by trying to score a goal to make it 1 1, it makes not a lot of difference, does it? In the end of the day, you're, not, you're knocked out. You might as well risk everything. Um, and we didn't really do that, did we? I mean, yes, we had some chances at the end, but I thought we were tentative. We didn't look, I don't know, we didn't look ruthless enough. I'm not really sure. I, I say, I don't think we played badly, but it's difficult to disagree with a lot of that there. Greg says a couple of decisions went our way, we could have gone through. City didn't cause us many problems. No, you're right, they didn't. But what City did was, they were the away team and they played it like an away team, didn't they? They, they were quite happy to let us have the ball at times and try and catch us on the counter-attack. And that was how they played the game. And it was almost the perfect away performance, wasn't it? That They didn't have many chances. They took one that they had, not great defending. And then they defended their lead afterwards. And yes, we didn't. We had some chances, but I don't think we did enough to, to get back level again. So, I mean, you're absolutely right, Greg. You know... One or two decisions may have gone our way and it might have been a different story, but we should be doing better. With the team that we've got, the players that we've got, we should be performing better than we did in that particular game. And, I, and that, to me, is is why we've got knocked out. Not necessarily one or two decisions, which you're right about. That goal at the end may well have gone in and that could have took it to extra time and who knows. But, you know, we shouldn't have to rely on that, really, should we? We should have done more in the 96 minutes, as Andreas said. I mean, it's not much to disagree with, is there, Am I? Do you think Andreas is a little bit harsh there? I can understand where he's coming from. He is a bit passive at times. He's been in recent times. You could see the Spurs game was a great example. The West Ham game, you know, okay, that was again. Why don't, again, you don't need to be feeling fielding the same team. Okay, I understand. I don't know what was wrong with Kim since December, why she hadn't played pretty much since the Chelsea game. Nothing had been revealed. But I feel like yeah, she could have bought on early to make the influence. And, uh, and yeah, rather than starting with the same team, we saw what the difference. Okay, no disrespect to London City. They're a good side. You can see the difference in their the different teammates. But why not mix it up a bit more often? Just give the opposition something, ask them more questions, give them something to, extra to think about rather than fielding the same 11 and overplaying them and burning them out. And that's eventually what happens. You could see it, it takes its effect on the players that they're not able to perform to their full, uh, they're not able to perform, sorry, to their full potential. And that's been happening. It's just, it's just inconsistencies that have been plaguing us since December. You know, it's almost like. It's almost like the 4-1 win over Chelsea didn't happen. What's happened since then? I don't want to, like I say, 
But since then, he's just gone back into his show and he wants to play the same 11 every week that started that game against Chelsea when you've got all that talent on the bench. Why not use it? Don't burn, burn players out. I do agree completely with what Andy's saying and uh, I feel like he's got to change because <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. You've got such a fantastic squad at your disposal. Make more use of it than you are because it, it clearly, clearly something isn't working and, and therefore needs to change. Exactly, yeah. I mean... I can't see what um, what I mean. It's going to be interesting tomorrow, actually, isn't it? We'll talk about the, the game tomorrow later on, but it's going to be interesting to see what team he picks tomorrow now because it's almost yeah. like um, there's there's less there's nothing really to lose anymore. He's got to try something different. What he's been picking, the team he's been picking hasn't been working, yeah. and we can't afford it not to work again uh, tomorrow. So it's going to be interesting. That I'm looking forward to seeing what the team lineup is actually with anticipation uh, and seeing if he if he does uh, be brave. And make some changes to the side, which you know it'd be a brave decision in a big game. But let's see if he's, let's see if he can do it. Uh, Greg says there. Uh, so do uh, so do the players. They've got to take some responsibility. Absolutely. I mean, the players aren't completely um, blameless in any of this. Of course, they're not. They're on the pitch. They've got to do the job on the pitch better than what they're doing. Absolutely. And it's not one hundred percent the manager's fault. No, of course it's not. The players have to blame as well. But. The manager prepares the team, the manager picks the side, the manager makes the substitutions, and all those things impact how the game plays out. And he is responsible for those things. He's not responsible for what the players do individually on the pitch. No, he's responsible for the tactics of the team, though, isn't he? And how the team's set up. Um, he takes most of the responsibility. But, yeah, I agree. The players have to step up and do more. Absolutely, they do. Certain, certain players in particular, um, I mean, Andreas went through a few there, didn't he? You know, Frida's not yeah. playing as well as, as we know she can. Beth's not in great form. We can, you know, use the excuse of her injury, and I think that's fair enough. And we can maybe be a little bit, go a little bit easy on Beth, but leave her out of the team. If she's not performing, maybe she needs a little bit of a break. She's played every game since she came back virtually. Maybe she needs a break. Like Viv's having a break, maybe that's what she needs. So, you know, th these are little things that have to be, yeah. have to be asked. The questions have to be asked. When you're losing games, and we are losing games at the minute, uh, big games, and you know if we lose if we lose one or two more big games, the season is going to be over, and it could be curtains for for the manager, which obviously we will talk about. I'll say a little bit more. Um, Hannah Hannah says, I think Arsenal skipper is for sure a key part of uh, the Gunners team. We need a back. Yeah, absolutely. And as Andreas rightly said, if she's fit enough to be on the bench, she should be fit enough to start. And she did start, of course, the game in midweek. So. Um, I don't know, that, that was a strange one for me. But I say, we'll be interested to see if she starts tomorrow. Uh, Greg says, hopefully he'll play a very attacking side tomorrow. Well, yeah, but that's quite risky. And is he going to take those risks? In the, you know, we haven't got a great record against Man United, really, have we, in recent games? They, they, no. they won last season. You know, they beat us at Meadow Park the season before in the Cup. You know, we, we've lost away last season. We only drew away this season. So we don't have a great record, do we? Um, Terry says, let's be honest, City wasn't nothing special um, and neither was we again. And this is becoming a habit. Something doesn't seem quite right. Yeah, you're right. And uh, well, I want to talk about that a little bit more when we get on to sort of Jonas in a bit more detail. But Andreas did send us a very long video against Manchester City. There's some more to come. So let's listen to what else he had to say about the City game. And uh, there was a fantastic save from Seps, from Sabina, D'Angelo. And uh, I asked myself, would Manu have saved this, this uh, ball? For me, Sabrina is the better alternative. Keating had a fantastic match, two sensational saves, yes. But, yeah, <laughs> I don't rate Gareth Taylor as a manager, but 
uh, he risked uh, at the beginning of the season to bring this 19-year young goalkeeper as a new number one. Yeah, and we stick with Manu. She makes mistakes. She cost us points. Uh, uh, the goal for City once again bad defending from us uh, in, uh, against the set piece. So I asked, uh, what are they? Training. What are they doing in training? We have a set-piece specialist in, in the coaching staff. What are they doing? We are conceding too many goals after set-pieces, after corners. And then uh, the situation in the 96th minute. Was the ball behind the line when Keating grabbed it? Could be. But we don't have uh, goal-line technology, so we'll never know. And yeah, of course, if it was behind the line, then we would have gone to extra time. Yes, but we had 95 minutes before in which uh, we didn't score. So we can't say, oh, we, we had this situation in the 96th minute. We were robbed. No, no, we were not robbed. It was our fault that we didn't score 95 minutes uh, of normal time. I'm still disappointed about the loss against City. Uh, and I'm not convinced that uh, that the team and the, the manager is able to turn things around. But, of course, let's hope the best. Yeah, of course, we, we, all, we all hope for the best. Of course we do. And, again, it's difficult to argue too much. But I would say that, um, yes, we had 96 minutes to score a goal, and we didn't. And, to be fair, you can't say we were robbed because there's no conclusive evidence that that ball was over the line anyway, was it? It, it may have been, it may not have been. We don't know. Um, so it wasn't. It wasn't to say we were we were robbed. We, we had chances in the game that we didn't make the most of, and we didn't have enough of them anyway. So yeah, I mean, disappointing. And I think we we were all hoping, wasn't we? Because obviously the league, the WSL title is looking quite um, a, a difficult time for us to win it now. You think, don't you? With the games that we've lost, the points that we've got to make up. Uh, you know, the results tonight may help in some way, but we'll see. But the FA Cup, I was really, really hoping for that. I was really kind of banking on that almost really to, to save the season in a way. So the way that we went out, to me, it felt a little bit like, I don't know, it felt a little bit soft the way that we, we lost that game. So yeah, I mean, I know, Amar, you were talking about winning the FA Cup, wasn't it? Because we haven't won it for a long time and yeah. go out like that. I don't know, I just thought it was, it was really sort of weak, a weak exit really. We didn't do enough, I didn't think. I say to... Yeah, no. to really we yeah, as I said, we really struggled to impose ourselves. It wasn't really till we went behind that we tried. That's what happens. You can't start playing games where you are when you are in your behind. You have to play full at it, not full throttle. We showed you have to play for ninety minutes. You have to say switch on all times. Okay, I wouldn't say it was ranked bad defending for the goal. It's a bit unlucky. The ball actually rebounds on Stephanie's Alexandria tap. Uh, Alexandria tap. Sorry, Alexandria. I should say with a tap in. But uh, again, she shouldn't be being left unmarked in those occasions or, or in in those situations. And again, you shouldn't be allowing the ball to travel that far into the box. Again, I agree. Where's the coaching done with set pieces? It's happened so far. How many times have we conceded with crosses into the box this season? It's just a recurring theme. And in the end, yeah, it was always going to take something maybe like that to decide such a cagey game. But we have to impose ourselves more. We have to work at stopping those crosses. How many times? You go back to the reverse fixture against Man United last season in the past. Three clean sheets a season. It's just not good enough for a team like this. And I agree, OK, maybe Leah's only just come back. Amanda was a big loss for us in that. I think she and Leah have to start for me. It's not that I don't have anything personal against Lotta, but I just think 
she plays too much and she has been okay maybe not much of a liability but for me she just doesn't she's not a reliable defender as i'd like her to be she's still young if i'm granted that but i feel like she's got to she's got she she's got to be a bit react a bit more and try to cut out those situations and it will get there over time granted but i feel like when amanda comes back he's got a player i don't who knows wherever the it remains to be seen whether that happens tomorrow but yeah no we have to impose ourselves more because for a club like us to go out in that way and even uh, the way we played against Man City uh, earlier in the season, even though we were hard playing, we showed some fight. We got the win. And ultimately, that, this was sub- quite severely lacking in this case, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. And, you know, the, the same as last season when we played Man City, you know, we were losing and we came back on one and we showed fight and spirit. And we didn't seem to show enough of that for me. Um, yes, the one or two chances at the end, but not, not knowing they're good enough. Greg says, um, we weren't robbed. It was bad decision-making in the final third yet again. You can't have a striker up front with no support. Exactly, yeah. And when we had the opportunity to get Steiner on and give her some support, what did he do? You know what I mean? He, he, it just, yeah. I don't know, it just wasn't working. Hannah Hannah says, a plover is decent alongside Wally, um, but we can deny that the ideal Arsenal midfield pivot are Wally and Kim. Yeah, they are. They probably are because they've got that experience. But I do think Vicky Pelova has probably been our best player this season, consistency-wise, week in, week out. And it would seem to be not a positive move to leave her out of the team now. But I, I agree that, obviously, we know Leah Walty and Kim Little worked because it's worked for a number of years together, hasn't it? And it does work. But, you know, we have to look to the future as well. And Vicky Pelova is the future. And maybe he's trying to get her into that role. And... and I kind of I've got no problem with Vicky Pelova playing because she's playing so well. Maybe they need to play all three, um, and maybe drop that number ten position. You know, maybe drop that that position mm. and change it a little bit, and that just have a, a more of a, a, a I don't know a more sort of straighter midfield if you like. Maybe put Kim so she can advance more up the pitch. I don't know, but um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's a tough one, isn't it? Uh, Tal said, um, other than three losses in WSL, it has been a good season. Uh, UEFA was scheduling training and the FA Man City Man City team at the moment. I'm no fan of Jonas uh, because of his favouritism. I mean, you, you say other than the three losses in the WSL, but those three losses in the WSL are going to be the difference between potentially winning the league and not winning the league, aren't they? And yes, we could, we we should beat all the other teams in the league. We should be beating Bristol City. We should be beating Aston Villa. We should be beating all those teams, right? And that should almost be taken for granted because of the team that we've got, the players that we've got, the resources that we have. Um, and, yes, yeah, so I agree with you about the Champions League. That was scheduling and all that kind of stuff. We know the reasons why that happened. It's not acceptable, really. We should have gone through, but we can accept the reasons why. The FA Cup loss, again, you know, we're coming short when it matters. And that's what the season's about, isn't it? You know, if you remember two seasons ago, we lost one game in the league, but that one defeat was all it needed to, for us not to win it. So, really? you know every single defeat is important. Every single game is important, isn't it? And you can play well for 90% of the season in your games and win most of them. But in this WSL with, you know, 22 league games against teams that don't lose very often, you can't afford them three defeats. You, you, you can't afford to do that. No, <laughs> you know, and I kind of agree with what you're saying, but we played some good games in between, but ultimately it's not enough, is it? You know, because when it's mattered, we've lost those no. games and... It's never, it's never going to be enough in this league. To, you know, we're never going to win the league if we're going to lose three, the three games that we've lost in the manner that we've lost them. We're not going to, unfortunately, we have to accept that, I think. Um, but um, anyway, a, a good season is Arsenal winning trophies, isn't it? And challenging at the top end and challenging really strongly. 
other than that, it's not really enough. It's not really good enough, is it? I mean, talking about what's not good enough and what is good enough, why don't we have a little discussion about the man behind it all, good and bad, and see where we what we think. I'm actually starting to feel a little bit sorry for Jonas. I know a lot of it's his own fault, actually, and I'm not going to say he's not to blame. But I do kind of feel a little bit sorry for him because I do like him. I, I do like him. But I'm starting to wonder whether or not he's got what it takes to bring the best out of this group of players. It's almost like what it, what it feels like, and I know that's probably not, not true, but what it feels like is he's almost like playing football manager on the computer, isn't he? He's got, I'm going to get all the best players that I can get, and he's got all these great players, but when it actually comes to the reality of fitting them into the team and playing together and making it work, he's struggling to do that, isn't he? For whatever reason, I don't know whether it's to do with um, him not being able to get the blend right, maybe, I don't know, him not understanding what he needs from each individual player. I don't know what it is, but he's got such a great squad. I, I can't think of, in, in recent years, an Arsenal manager having such a good squad of players, such depth in so many areas of the team, and still not being able to produce consistently good performances. You know, we've got the best attacking players probably in the league, I think. When you look at who we've got, you know, Dina, Alessia, um, Beth, Viv, um, we've got Caitlin, we've got Chloe um, Lacasse. You know, we have got the best attacking players in the league and yet we're struggling to score goals. We are struggling to score goals. And how does that work? I don't understand how we can be so poor in the goal-scoring department when we've got all this great attacking players. We've got decent midfield. It's not like we're not creating. We shouldn't be struggling to create things with the players that we've got in midfield. Um, it's just, I don't know. Ultimately, it has to come down to the manager, doesn't it? No matter what, what whether some players are out of form, whatever it is, Ultimately, results are on the manager. The way the team plays is on the manager because he, he's the one who's in charge of it all. And I'm starting to wonder whether or not he is able to to, to sort this out. I think steadily, from when his first season to now, we seem to have gone backwards with a better group of players, with a better squad, with more depth. And we're not progressing and it worries me. I mean, what, what are you making of Jonas? Because obviously it's not working at the moment, is it? No, nah, it just seems to be stale. He doesn't, as I said, doesn't seem to be willing to rotate. He's too passive in the games, willing to react, and rather than able to play in this, not the players' fault. They're just trying to do their best, give it 100. They can see it. it's down to manager to ultimately try and make get the best out of them. And it, it, as I said earlier, I don't like saying it, but it's almost as if that performance against Chelsea was a one-off because they haven't really built from it. As I said, you look at the games against West Ham, you look at the games against Spurs, and even City last week. Why isn't he able to replicate his performance? Okay, it's not easy getting with the same group of players, but mix it up. We've been saying, cool, stop playing the same players every week and just give the opposition something different to think about. You've got so many good squad players at your disposal. Use them more. You know, don't leave it too late. You know, we've been saying more things. He just, I don't know. And then, he, then he, as I said, I was saying to you on the show last week, Richard, he seems to just, he doesn't, not only does he not seem to um, want to make the changes, he does it too late, and then he wants to. He said, "Oh, the loss is all down to you. yes, of course they're down to you, but you could have had the, or had the opportunity to make things different." And it, rather than playing, rather than playing this, well, I don't want to say be too harsh on the players. They're giving their, their ball, but it's, it's, it's his management style it just seems a bit stale at the moment. It doesn't seem to change. And I know people were saying, "Oh, 
Okay, I don't want to go into too much as we've done before and we have all our different opinions. But look at Mikel when something thinks wrong. He isn't passive. He's getting the best out of those players that defence. Why have we got the best defence in the Premier League? It's because he's able to mix up and he has a reliable starting eleven. He has a reliable starting eleven, and he's able to mix up when, when he wants. And he's got good players at his disposal. He seems to be able to somehow get the best out of them. Okay, he isn't pretty at times, but he's he's more active in... And he's more, how he's more reactive, whereas Jonas is more passive, and he doesn't seem to be wanting to able to get the best out of his players. So it's down to him, rather than taking the blame for all these losses, to try and make things happen quicker, and so that we can get the best out of these players, and then get back to the football that we so loved in the first couple of years of his management. Yeah, some something's not right, is it? I, I don't think something's not right maybe behind it all. I don't know. The, the team don't seem to be playing with the same... I mean, Terry makes a good point here. He says, I know it's down to Jonas how we play, but the girls don't seem to have any passion or fight. Yeah, but you see, that comes from the manager as well, though, doesn't it? The manager is the one that instills that passion and fight in them. And they had it last season. You mm. know, a lot of... Yes, we've got some new players in, but, you know, we had real fight and passion last season. In adversity, you know, we were brilliant at times. And that's disappeared. And that, to me is a sign almost, and I'm starting to wonder whether or not the players aren't playing for the manager anymore. And once that happens, once you've lost the dressing room, you've had it, haven't you? Your, your job's finished. You never get that back. And yeah, I'm starting yeah. to think that maybe that's happening a little bit. You start. I'm starting to feel that. And is it because he's so stubborn with the team selection, he's not making enough changes, players are getting frustrated, maybe some players in the team are thinking, why, why are we not making these changes? Maybe they're getting yeah. frustrated as well. I don't know. But... I start to get the feeling that all is not happy in the camp, you know, as as we was we looked we looked last season we looked together as a unit. We had a lot of problems of injuries and everybody pulled together. And yes, ultimately we didn't quite reach all the targets that we wanted to, but we had a good go at it, didn't yeah. we? You know, in every competition we won exactly. we won the Continental yeah. but the Champions League was incredible what some of the performances we put together in there. Um and yes, in the end the WSL was always gonna be difficult with the injuries that we had, but at least we we showed fight last season and whatever happened, you knew that that team was never going to give up. They didn't know when they were beaten. But this season, it's almost like we go a goal behind and you're thinking, that's it. We're probably not going to get back into this game. That's how you feel now with this team. And it's not, and it's not, that's not how it should be with a team that we've got. And that no, has to no. come back to the manager. It has to. The manager should be making the team feel more, but maybe it's a belief thing. I don't know what it is, but it's not there, is it? It's not there. And that, that's really, really worrying for me. Really worrying. Um, because yeah. that's the one thing that you can have all the talented players in the world. If you've got no heart and no fight, you're not going to win anything. You're not going to achieve anything. No. And that seems to be, I'm not saying it's quite as bad as that, but it's, it seems like it's gone. we've gone backwards in that regard. We, we've definitely gone backwards in that regard. And, and yeah, it needs, it needs to change. It needs to change quickly. Definitely, it does. Um, LG says, I'm so sick of this manager. Um, he and Arteta are cut from the same crop. I don't compare to Mikel. Sorry, I'm not having that. I'm not hey, having that. I don't compare yeah, to Sorry, that's a, that's a really good point. And I, I I was thinking this earlier on, actually, kind of looking ahead to the show tonight. And it's like, yeah. to me, um, Mikel Arteta doesn't want to make too many changes to his team. Right? He keeps the same starting level most weeks unless someone's injured or because he makes the odd changes. That's yeah, but then I don't think Mikel Arteta's got the depth in, in the squad to be able to make a lot of changes because it weakens the team. So it's not necessarily just his fault. He should rotate a little bit more, one yeah, one or two bit. players here and there a bit more, the rest players. But 
Uh, I can understand it to a degree because he doesn't have the squad. Jonas keeps the same team every week in the same way, but he's got the squad to be able to change yeah. it and it doesn't weaken the team and he doesn't yeah. do it. And that's more frustrating for me. And I kind of agree with that at that point from LG there. Jonas has got a far better squad, so he's got no excuse. Arteta's maybe got the slight excuse that some of the players on the bench aren't good enough for the level that we want to be at. So you can't maybe always say, well, why would you play them when they're not good enough? And you can't, I kind of get that. There's no excuse for Jonas because the players on the bench are good enough. Some of them are better than the players starting, you could argue. So, yeah, that, that's an issue. And, yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. I do definitely agree with that. Um, Greg says, the three losses that were against teams we should have won, uh, we outplayed teams but can't score. Yeah, well, two of those losses in particular were games that we dominated and we should have won. <laughs> um, but we didn't. And that's the way it, it worked out, isn't it? Um, Darren says he hasn't. Um, well, no, he certainly hasn't. Um, where are we here? Um, Sal says there uh, another. Oh, we've had that one already. Haven't we? Um, it's, yeah, it's famous, isn't it? Yeah, well, that is kind of a, a part of it as well, isn't it? Uh, Wayne says it's a good point. This he says we are well marketed uh, to be the best team, uh, yet not perform like it at all. Sell out the Emirates and break WSL records every time we're at home, um, and even got our own Stella McCartney kit. Yet we're losing games. You're right. I mean, the marketing department at the Arsenal women has been fantastic. What a job they've done. They've been absolutely brilliant to get these games at the Emirates sold out. But at the moment, it's it's riding on a on a crest of a wave a little bit, women's football, and Arsenal at the peak of that. But if we keep losing these games, if we're not challenging the winning, winning titles, eventually mm. that will drop off. And we won't be selling out the Emirates. And in the end, it's going to be like it was at the beginning when we're getting five, ten thousand there instead. If if the results don't change, it. I'm not saying it's going to happen straight away because I think, regardless of the results at the moment, I think everybody's enjoying coming to these games, enjoying being part of it, enjoying the atmosphere yeah. and everything, and and that's a great thing. Um, but that, that's not sustainable unless the team on the pitch are producing the results consistently enough to be playing. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. That's what needs to happen. And if that doesn't happen. That the people aren't going to keep coming in the same amount of numbers. They're not. In two or three years' time, no. the situation will be. We won't be selling out the Emirates if this is the way, because that's what happens. football fans are like. That eventually, football fans do get to the point where you think, "I don't like seeing the team lose every week. I can't. I'm not going to bother going." That will happen. It, it will happen. It's a fact. It will. And Dress will still go. Of course, he will. He'll still fly over regardless. But there'll be a lot of people that won't. And it won't sell out as as much as it as it has done now in two or three years' time, unless we are challenging for trophies. And are we going to do that under this yeah. manager? That's got to be a consideration with the club from a financial perspective. That's got to be important because, you know, look at the position that we've got ourselves in. And it's right, the marketing has been brilliant. Absolutely the best in the world. The marketing of our women's team is better than anything in the world by a mile. Um, yeah. But we need to make more of it on the pitch. We need to cash in on that on the pitch. We've got to be winning games. We've got to be winning trophies. We've got to be mm-hmm. challenging. We, we, should be, we should be able to be... Uh, you know, um, Manchester United men's team, um, they had massive, massive crowds um, and they was able to build on that and get the success at the start of the Premier League. That's what we need to do now. Women's football is getting more money in it. We're at, the, we're at the very top because of the crowds that we generate and the sponsorship that we generate. So we've got to go on now and dominate women's football on the pitch. And if we can't do that with this manager, we have to find a manager that can. Uh, it's half time, by the way, at Kings Meadow. It is Chelsea nil, Man City 1. And that result, funnily enough, would put us almost back in the title race if we can win tomorrow. Um, so, you know, let's, we're saying we need a new manager, but we could well be back in the title race tomorrow if it stays like this, but it's still 45 minutes. Wow. No one they, 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 yeah, they, they don't lose they it. Um, Greg says, I don't think he's um, he's got that last bit to take us to the next level. Exactly. I agree. I think I agree with that. And I I, I feel the same about Mikel Arteta as well. I think they're quite similar in that way as well. 
Um, LG says, I think he works better with a smaller squad, but we need a big squad to compete for titles. But he's kind of wanted this squad, hasn't he? he these are the players he's wanted. So, you know, he's kind of created this problem himself. <laughs> so he needs to be able to deal with it better, I guess. Um, Tal says, uh, why is he benching three, Destina and Chloe? They are starters at almost any, any team at WS. So, yeah, I agree. I don't know about Frieda so much. She's not been in great form this season, but certainly Steiner and Chloe should be in that team now. They should have been starting the last three or four games, 100%. Um, and yes, that's a question that he's always, he, he's, he's going to always be asked while well, they're staying on the bench, isn't he? Of course he is. Um, Anahada says, if you watch that game, well, Russo was isolated up front and there was next to no forward support. No, I, exactly. She was. She was isolated. Um, and that's that's a fair point. But again, that comes down to tactics, doesn't it? That comes down to the way we set up. And that's the manager who, who does that. It's his, it's his responsibility. Um, Terry says, I know it's down to... Oh, we had that one before, didn't we? Sorry. Um, Greg's disagreeing with Terry there. And yeah, I think we all do. Uh, Darren says, look at how fast City and Chelsea are passing the ball. They are dragging opposition players all over the place. We are just too predictable at the moment. Yeah, I, I was I was kind of... You know, not, not exactly like that, but I was thinking just watching bits of that first half. How much better both of those teams look than we do? <laughs> and they are the top two teams and we're third. So maybe they are better than us at this moment in time. But yeah, I agree. They, they look yeah. like they know what they're doing. And we look as though we're not sure, maybe, a little bit more. I don't know. Um, Greg says, is he being told he's got to play certain players? Well, if he is, then he's not the manager, is he? Because if, if he's a manager, he turns around and says, I'm the manager, I picked the team, my head's on the block. So if someone's telling him he's got to play certain players or if certain players have been hold their playing because of contract issue. I don't think that's the case. You can't undermine a manager like that. Well, I mean, you can, but if you do, then the manager ultimately is going to be the one that suffers. He's going to be the one who loses his job. So would he want to do that? I, if, I, if that was me, I would just quit and say, I'm not being manager when you're taking that responsibility away from me. I pick the team I want to pick. I, I think it's his decisions. I do, honestly. I think it's his decisions. I really do. And that's why we have to question him because they're not working. And Hannah says, Arsenal is the big club then that Jonas... Um, let him go. Bring Joe Montemurro. Well, Joe Montemurro. Yeah, why, why, why not? Why not? Why not? Joe Montemurro. He's in. He's in the past now. Come on. We've got to move with the, with the time. We've got to move forward. Um, Terry says that LG one hundred percent. Arteta out. Followed shortly by Jonas. By the looks of it. <laughs> Unfortunately, I've got a feeling with that. No, not. Okay. I don't think either of them will go as much as we might want them to. Um, Greg says that Jonas oh, keeps going no, on about the fact staff is bigger, but doesn't show it on the pitch. Yeah, we have got, we've got, we've got bigger staff, we've got a bigger squad of players and we're still not managing to get the results when it really matters. Why? <laughs> who, who's, who do we put that blame on? For me, it has got to be ultimately the manager's responsibility and uh, the players have to do more as well, of course. Uh, Wayne says, more importantly, players will leave also if we don't start winning yet. Yeah. Chelsea linked uh, with uh, Sonia from Leon. So we need to get it together fast. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, you're right. And the players want to be successful. And it's a little bit of a catch-22 because if the players played better, we've got more chance of being successful, I suppose, because they're good enough. Um, but ultimately, yeah, the manager is responsible for that. And if he can't get them to play better, then, yeah, maybe he needs to go. And you're right. We can't afford to sit on our laurels, can we? And so we're Arsenal. We can sell out the Emirates and hope that's enough to attract players. I mean, Andreas mentioned it before, Jonas seems to be attracting these players. Is it Jonas that's attracting the players or the fact that they know they can play in front of 60,000, 50,000 fans at the Emirates four, five, six times a season? That, that's a big thing for these players, you know, that have been playing basically in front of one man and his dog before to suddenly get that opportunity. That's a big thing. And that's I think that's what's drawing the players to Arsenal rather than the manager, personally. But, you know, maybe it's a little bit of both. Um, 
Of course, Andreas has got something to say about Jonas, and we want to hear what it is. So let's listen to Andreas's thoughts. Okay, a few thoughts to the ongoing discussion. Jonas out. Um, I must say that I've not decided um, for for myself whether I'm Jonas in or Jonas out. It's it's difficult, but. Um, I'm losing more and more uh, the trust and, and the belief that he's the right for this team. Uh, he makes fantastic signings. He's able to convince fantastic players to sign for the Arsenal. So uh, I think what what he yeah his visions and what he tells uh, potential new signings uh, this must be convincing. But he's not able to bring the best out of them. And uh, this season with uh, the returning um, players from, from injury and with the new signings, we have uh, an extremely uh, squad depth, what we never had before. And uh, I think we have, together with Chelsea, the strongest uh, squad in the WSL. But look what we are doing. We, <laughs> we struggle against, uh, against uh, the teams with low block, against, um, yeah... Teams at the yeah at the bottom of the table. We lost against teams we've never lost before. West Ham, Spurs. Uh, yeah, but who could be the successor? Who could take over the job from Jonas? That's the problem. I think there is no alternative to sack him during the season. I read that Kelly Smith uh, should take over, but I think she she even uh, hasn't got the license uh, for for being a manager in the WSL. And um, she's part-time coach for the attackers and for the strikers. Uh, that's that's our problem. Our yeah, our attacking line, our strikers don't score enough goals. So yeah, I think for Kelly Smith it's too early to take such a job. Uh, but where is the alternative? Who could take over? And even even if we do this uh, at the end of the season. Then a new manager comes and finds a squad that was, uh, yeah, in which uh, players are that Jonas wanted. A new, a new manager means new ideas, new, uh, yeah, new style of playing, and this takes takes a while. And uh, so it would be a new build up, and yeah, maybe one or two seasons uh, with a new manager until we are competitive again. So it's not easy to make this decision, but. Right now, I think everybody thinks Jonas is not bringing the best out of this fantastic squad. And of course, the next matches, City Linus, United, Spurs, Chelsea, will decide what, what to do, will decide about his fate. So far, I think, yeah, sacking him middle of the season wouldn't be the best solution. So let's, yeah, let's stick to Jonas and yeah, let's hope that he's able to turn things around. But in summer, we must question everything. Let's see. This is why we like Andreas on this show, because he brings sensible um, opinions and gives us things to think about there. And I think he's right. Ultimately, it would be almost a pointless second in now in the middle of the season. That's not the right thing to do. Um, I think we need to see where we where the season finishes up. If, if we finish third and win the Continental Cup, that's two seasons running. We haven't really progressed, have we? We've done the same as the season before. Is that really good enough with the investment that we've had with the players that we've brought in? I would say no. 
if we finish second or first, obviously you'd, you'd have to say we're back in the Champions League straight away. And yeah, you'd, you'd, you'd have to give him another season probably then. But yeah, lots and lots of things have to change for that to happen, I think. Definitely things are not right um, at all. Um, LG says that every season under Jonas, we seem to have that odd defeat against the lesser teams that ultimately cost us in the end. Chelsea rarely lose against teams they could be beating. Yeah, you're right. And, and I think that Chelsea have got that sort of team um, and that kind of, uh, I don't know, they know what it takes, don't they, to, to get these things over the line. And we haven't won enough. You know, Emma, Emma said it herself, hasn't she? Um, you know, we haven't won enough trophies in recent years with this group of players. And that does make a difference. And Chelsea have got that. You know, and you can say the same about Manchester City as well. You know, they've, they've got a great squad of players. They haven't won the trophy that they should have done because they do the same as we do. They lose the stupid games they shouldn't lose. You know, so <coughs> it, it's one of those. It's, it's a difficult one, isn't it? But the, the blame of any if the team's not winning games, the blame has to be has to go on to the manager. It's the way it is, whether we like it or not, the manager is responsible. And if we don't succeed, and success for Arsenal is winning big trophies. That's that's where we are. We're the top women's club still in in, in certainly in England and. One of the biggest names in Europe still, so we have to be winning trophies. And if Jonas can't do it, unfortunately, sorry, mate. You know we love you, but it's not working out. You'll have to you'll have to go at the end. But at the end of the season, not now. Let's see where we are in May, and go from there. It's it would be silly, wouldn't it, to to, to make that change now? Um, LG says there. Uh, he always oh, disagrees with Andreas. He says Unai Emery inherited a, a Stephen Gerrard squad midway through last season. Stephen and look where they are now. The best managers work with what they have. See, I agree with that. I do agree with that. And um, you always get that, don't you, quite often. A new manager comes in and suddenly they bring new ideas to the squad and it revitalises them. And I'm not saying that that couldn't happen now. There isn't a lot of great candidates, though, is there, to, to take over? I think Andreas is right in that sense. Who, who would we bring in now that could come in now and do the job till the end of the season or going forward? You know, Unai Emery is... In, in the men's game was a great manager. He's won lots of big trophies. He's not really a gamble, is he? But who is there in the women's game that we could realistically get now, midway through a season? I don't think that there's too many names that pop up, is there? At the end of the season, there might be more options. But right now, I think it's quite difficult, isn't it? So maybe, however we feel about Jonas right at this moment in time, I think we've got to give him till the end of the season. Having said that, though, I think if we lose to Aston Villa in the Continental Cup, then maybe he is, is, it, it may not last the season at that point because that would be no trophies after, you know, that would be a big backward step, wouldn't it? Um, Terry says, um, it seems uh, like the Cronkies are rewarding failure, new contracts incoming for our set with Jonas. Well, we'll see. I don't think Jonas will get a new contract. Not yet, anyway. Um, Greg says, their problem is there's not a manager in England good enough to take the job, perhaps get a manager from Men's But well, yeah, that's what I was just making there. I mean, would a manager from men's football come in and do it? I don't know. Is the money there? Probably not. Uh, that's going to be the issue, I suppose, isn't it? Um, Hannah says there, um, what Jonas thinking, it's how um, he will sell out the Emirates. Yeah, it seems to be, yeah. That, that seems to be, and I say, I think that's why the players have come. I really do. I think the players have come because uh, they know they're going to play in front of 60,000 fans every, every few weeks. And Hannah says, Jack Wilshire take over. <laughs> Well, you've mentioned that before, haven't you, Jack Wilshere? I'm not sure if Jack Wilshere is the answer, if I'm honest. Um, but I don't know. Maybe give him a chance, who knows? Terry uh, says, give my nan the job. But she won't take no crap from Arteta or the girls. Well, yeah, maybe your nan will be a good choice, maybe, Terry. Maybe she, 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 maybe put a name forward, you never know. Um, 
Wayne says there, Chelsea have an uh, inevitability factor that I hate. It's similar to Man City, Man City. Yeah, absolutely, it is. And it's almost like today's game, isn't it? It's half time. It's one 0 to Man City. Almost inevitably, I feel that Chelsea will probably win this game in the second half. That's you're right, and that is what you feel the same about Manchester City. Um, is our tech going back to City or Real Madrid? Well, I don't know. I don't think he's going anywhere. Um, Amar says he's staying at Arsenal where it belongs. Well, I don't know if he belongs, but anyway, he's there for the time being. Uh, that's for certain. And we're going to have to fight with it a bit longer. Um, but no, I mean, I, I, I agree. I don't think necessarily changing him now, changing knowing us now is the answer, no. Uh, let's see. Obviously, tomorrow's a massive game. The semi-final of the Continental Cup's a massive game. Um, let's see where we are. So at the end of the season, let's reassess it. And if it hasn't worked, it hasn't worked. And we move on and get someone else and, and go again. And yeah, if it takes another season to adapt, it does. But if you get the right manager, as I, I agree with what LG said there, if you get the right manager, the right manager can come in with the players that we've got. Everything's there, isn't it? The squad we've got. Everything's there to succeed. You've just got to get a manager who can get that to work. And if we can find that manager, we, I don't think we need another two years. It works work straight away. Greg says, perhaps we should have a lottery amongst ourselves and take over. Maybe we should just do it, all of us, should just be, be joint manager. <laughs> no, no. Be joint manager. That, well, that would be good, wouldn't it? LG says, uh, uh, you can't just stick with someone just because there isn't a replacement. I totally agree with that. Uh, there's so many managers out there um, you can take a gamble on. We took a gamble on a relatively unknown Arsenal Wenger in 96. And yeah, we took a gamble on, on Jonas as well, because he's not like he'd managed at the top, top level at top clubs, had he? You know what I mean? So... We, we took a gamble there and it hasn't really worked. And, you know, maybe they don't want to take a gamble again. Maybe they're going to go safer this time when we when we get another one. Um, Darren says, uh, another good show, chap. Sadly, I've got to run off. Uh, see you next time. Yeah, see you later, my friend. If you're around tomorrow for the game, join us for that. We'll be here for the Man United game. Uh, Tal says, what about the Bristol City manager, Lauren Smith? She seems pretty impressive. Um, in any event, I'd like to see a woman managing this team. Uh, I mean, I think we said this other night, didn't we? I, I don't really... I'm not really bothered whether it's a man or a woman. It's the best person to take the team forward. If it's a woman, brilliant. If it's a man, brilliant. I don't really care. Um, I think I think Arsenal taking the Bristol City manager would be seen as a real step backwards, wouldn't it? Uh, you know, Bristol City are a team that's just got promoted. I'm not saying she's not a good manager. I'm not saying she's not doing a great job. But it would be seen as a massive step back. They're bottom of the WSL. It would be a massive step back, wouldn't it? So... Um, I don't think that's the answer yet. I mean, if she proves herself, then yeah, of course. But I think at the moment, I don't actually think that that would be a step forward for the club to, um, you know, to bring a manager in who manages the team at the bottom of the league. I don't think that's what Arsenal should be looking to do. Um, and Anna says, take Arsene Wenger. <laughs> I don't think Arsene Wenger is Arsene, unfortunately. Well, yeah, he, couldn't do, he couldn't do a bad job, would he? Let's be honest, he wouldn't do a bad job. Um, Anyway, it's not all been doom and gloom this week. It has not all been doom and gloom because we had a game on Wednesday night and actually we won the game and it was good fun. So, of course, a lot of us have been crying out for Chloe Lacasse to get an option, opportunity to start a game. She starts a game and she scores two goals and plays well. Um, yes, it's against the team from the Championship that we should be beating, um, but... You can only take your chance. You know, Steena got a hat-trick in the last round against Reading. Um, she hasn't started a game in the WSL or the FA Cup since. <laughs> and Chloe Lacasse has now come in for this game, got two goals. Will she start tomorrow? But it wasn't a great performance the other night, was it? We got the job done. We were professional and we scored four goals and we, we 
took our chances and we played okay, didn't we? Let's be honest. It was it was it was a, it was a good enough game to watch. It was okay. We we we, we won. We've gone through as we expected to do. But it's more about um, the squad players that got the opportunity the other night. Stina started. I thought she played well. She didn't score. Chloe started, played well, got two goals. Um, and you know this is this is what I mean. Leia Kadena played, did well mm-hmm. again. He looked a good player. Are these players going to start getting opportunities now? They're doing the job in the Continental Cup. Do they now deserve that chance in in the in the WSL? I believe that they do, but let's see. I mean, Alan, what did you make then of the uh, London Lionesses game? Because we got the job done. We were professional enough, wasn't we? It was a it was a steady performance, wasn't it? Without being spectacular. Yeah, it took us a while to break it down. We had all the possession again, looking like what a familiar pattern has been developing in recent weeks. And uh, throughout the season, we struggled to break down teams with a low block. But you could see they were, it was only a matter of time. We had to be patient. Ultimately, okay, it took a set piece. But once we did that, once we scored that goal, there was no backing down. And they were able to impose themselves. Well, why does it take it to happen against a championship side and you can't do it consistently week in, week out? Okay, it's not an easy thing to do consistently week in, week out. But why can't we see that level of performance? in the WSL and in the games that matter. Okay, this was a game that mattered, obviously. It's probably the only realistic chance of a trophy this season. But it was good to see, and we played well. We played, we made, we made the changes, as he had to. Why can't we see this more often in the league, as I said before? But anyway, we'll, we'll leave that to, we'll put that to one side, as I've been griping on too much, and we've been talking about too much about the management and the players and, and how to uh, utilise them better. But yeah, no, it was good to see. We kept a clean sheet, we imposed ourselves. And uh, yeah, and um, ultimately we scored some good goals and uh, we got through, which is what we needed to do. And now we need to back that up. Okay, Manchester United, sell out crowd at the weekend. Now can we do it? And uh, um, can we do we can we count consistently in WSL like we did? But and it was a nice to keep a red clean sheet as well, which is good. But again, some of the same players are still being used and not being rotated as much as perhaps they should be. But as I said, let's see that to one side. It was a clean sheet, four goals. And yeah, we played well, and ultimately we did what we had to do. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, we needed to win that game. If we'd lost that the other night, and I think Jonas may well have gone <laughs> just on the back of that, you know, losing to uh-huh. a championship team, I think that would have been curtain. But you know, it was a professional performance. I think that's what you know. You can't do any more than that, can you? The pressure's on Arsenal to win those sort of games. It took us a while to break them down. We had a lot of chance, a lot of possession without creating much, and then I say a set piece goal. We say that we can't defend set pieces, and we scored a goal from a set piece, which was a, a, a well worked set piece. Actually, good header from Steena, and Chloe was there to finish it off, and that, that was great. And of course, a penalty for the second goal, which um, again Steena was heavily involved in that, wasn't she? Proving her point again that she should be starting more and more games. And let's hope that she does um, tomorrow. I mean, Terry makes an interesting point there. He says, let's be honest, you could pick any of the girls and just say go out there and play. And probably with 99% of the game, well, yeah, that's that's a fair point, I suppose, because we've got players that are good enough to win those games, and yet we're still losing and struggling, so I'm not, I'm not sure. Uh, Greg makes an interesting point here. He says, uh, look at the passion Jonas showed in his first season to what he shows now. Yes, and I think it's the same with the team, isn't it? It's, something's not right, and that's what I'm saying. Something's not right. I'm not, I'm not sure what it is. Uh, Greg says, he said he was going to play his strongest side, but I don't think he did. Does he know what his strongest side is? I mean, it was a side that won the game. So you have to say it was a strong enough team to win that game. Was it our strongest team? I don't know. I would say probably it's not the team he thinks is strong. He thinks Russo's in our strongest team, absolutely. If he did score, he should come on, to be fair. Um, uh, so he says, 
And let's not beat about the bush. Villa must fancy their chances. Nah, away nah, nah. Well, they, we were lucky to beat him at the Emirates in a way, wasn't we? Them two late goals. Um, I think we'll beat us. Terrible, I see. They've been terrible. Sorry to say, I think we'll beat them. The international break, as I said, just on that international break after this, you know, games are quite spread out. We've got Spurs, okay, then we've got, and then we got um, Villa three days after. Perfect opportunity to make changes, and then we got a big one against Chelsea, which is of course now on a Friday night as well in a few weeks' time. Which again, it's not great for our show, but. I feel like now is a perfect time. Win tomorrow, try and win. Hopefully, a few players will get rested during that international break, come back refreshed, and then we can have a good run in and finish the season strongly, which is, I'd like to see it that way. But again, only time will tell. Yeah, I do think the international break is coming at a good time, actually. I agree with that. Yeah, maybe we do need a bit of a break away. We need to get the result tomorrow, and then hopefully we can all regroup after the internationals and come back a lot stronger. I absolutely agree. Um, so he says, why didn't he play Steen and Russo up front and other mischance? Yeah, it would have been a good opportunity to get him to play together, wouldn't it? I agree, 100%. And he say he took Steen off and brought Russo on, just swap like for like, which he does a lot. Uh, Greg says, everyone are confident against us at the moment. Yeah, they probably are. They probably are, unfortunately. I kind of agree with you. Um, anyway, of course, um, Jonas, uh, sorry, Jonas, what's about Jonas? Andrea, sorry. Has given us his thoughts on <laughs> the uh, Lioness victory, of course, as well. Yeah, our Conti Cup match uh, at London City Lionesses. Okay, job done. We won 4 0. I think that's okay. Uh, any win in, in a, a knockout match is, is okay, and it doesn't matter whether you win 1 0, 4 0, 10 0. Look at Chelsea, they played at home against Crystal Palace. Uh, also a championship team and they won 1-0 with a goal in, in 81st or 82nd minute. So it's okay. We've scored four goals and uh, the best is that Chloe, who get, finally got a chance uh, in the starting lineup, she scored twice. That's great. And uh, yeah, it's good that uh, Kim is back. Uh, she scored uh, with a penalty. <laughs> I read some critics uh, that... Uh, She's only scoring uh, with penalties, and that's that's a sign that her career is is coming to an end. No, she's she's a midfielder. Uh, yeah, she's very very important for the balance in the midfield, for the balance in the team, and um, yeah, her priority task is not scoring goals but controlling the match. And yeah, and if there's a penalty, then Kimi is there. Uh, I think uh, Stina also had a good match. Her runs, uh, yeah important as always and uh, if I'm right she uh, she assisted two goals I think and the penalty uh, I'm not quite sure but uh, yeah she was important too and I'm extremely happy for Chloe I hope that she will get uh, more chances now as she proved how important she can be for the team and yeah all in all it was a solid performance uh, what you can expect uh, against the championship team and uh, yeah important or the most important thing was to win and go through to the semi-finals we did that we are now in the semi-finals we'll play against Villa a big chance to reach the final again and to defend our title in the Conti Cup uh, yeah one uh, good note was uh, Vivian Lee came on uh, for her debut uh, she's a lifelong Guna, comes from the academy, so another talent coming up. That's good. Okay, Conti Cup for nil win. Yes, we move. 
Yes, of course it was. Uh, it was great to see um, Vivian get her debut, wasn't it? And she showed a few little neat tricks, didn't she? Coming on, and you know, she didn't lack confidence, did she? You know, she was trying to make things happen. She was, um, you know, proactive, and I thought she uh, must have enjoyed herself in that game. And let's hope that she can go on and um, and have a, a nice career at Arsenal. You know, there's not been enough players in recent years, have they, that's come through the academy and made an impact in the first team. So I think it'd be nice if um, she's able to do that. She certainly looked good enough to me. I thought she um, she looks a good little player. I quite enjoy watching her. That was a positive as well, wasn't it, to, uh, to get a chance to play. What did you make of um, Vivian Lias? It's a nice name, isn't it, being an Arsenal player, uh, named after two Arsenal players that are in the squad as well. Exactly. Name, I can't, can't, can't be too often where you have two players who have the first names of Arsenal players and you have any other players, first and second. Now, I don't think that. Really? Did yeah. that, that, I mean, if that ever happened again, surely that, that has never happened before, but who knows? Yeah, that's, yeah, but, um, yeah, no, it was good to see her come. Another yeah. lifelong viewer. I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm just saying, City could go over like two nil. Sorry, sorry, I'm not getting distracted, but um, yeah, no, she looked good as she came on. And uh, yeah, again, another one as an Arsenal future. Again, will it be similar in, um, like we've seen with Michelle Adjaman, who's been sent on loan to Watford this season? Also, will will they look to send her on loan to further development? Or will they give look, will Jonas look to give her more? more first team opportunities maybe it's a bit too early for her development uh for her just at the moment but no it's good to see her come on and uh it's another great uh, another player that we've produced from the academy and hopefully she'll have a good career with us whether it be arsenal whether it be another club on loan to uh to further her development as i've been saying but no it was good to see and uh and uh long and i uh, wish her all the best of course yeah, I think she may well go on loan. I think next season she'll probably will go on loan, maybe in the championship. So I won't be surprised if that happens. But yeah, she looks an exciting player, doesn't she? I'm excited to see how she develops. And it's good that she managed to get on and, and get some minutes on the pitch as well. And I say she, she did well, didn't she? Um, Hannah Hannah says there, what's wrong with Kelly Smith to take the job? Well, I think Andrea's told us before, she hasn't got the licence for managing the WSL yet. So she can't um, take the uh, take the job yet. Hannah Hannah says, bench ball, start the cast. I don't think too many people would disagree with you. I don't think they disagree with you at all. Um, but there you go. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of, I kind of do agree with that. But um, anyway, um, but yeah, Lionesses, we won four 0 We're through for the semi final. It's happy days, and the important thing now is that we go on um, and get to the final again. You know, we'll look into the Aston Villa game, of course, in a couple of weeks' time. But yeah, we've done the job so far. Uh, we've got to be favourites to go through, and yeah. Um, it's kept our season alive anyway. It's given us something to look forward to. Um, and there we go. Uh, Terry says, uh, Amar, why are you sitting in the bathroom? It's not the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> it's the bedroom. What's he on about? It's my bedroom. It's just the back. <laughs> Greg says, it doesn't matter about her age if she's a good enough player. Well, no, exactly. I mean, you've got to look at Manchester City's goalkeeper. She's, what, 19 years old. They've thrown her in and she's done brilliant. So, yeah, age doesn't necessarily matter. Um but she's another attacking player, Vivian Lear, isn't she? And, you know, we've got plenty of attacking players as it is. Is she going to get many opportunities? Probably not. So maybe a low might be best. But but we'll see. It was great to see her play and she did well. And we won the game. And it's happy days because, you know, we needed a win. Desperate for a win. And I, I sort of enjoyed the game. It was a little bit flat at times. But we got the job done. And I thought, we, yeah, we're professional. Um, clean sheet um, through to the semi-final. So it was a good night all in all. And let's hope it's um, it's the start of a, of a good week because it's a, it's an important game tomorrow, isn't it? So let's look ahead to tomorrow's massive, massive game at the sold-out Emirates. Oh. 
So I said before, we haven't got a great record against Manchester United, have we, in recent years? Um, and it's important that we put that behind us tomorrow. Obviously, we're good enough to beat them. We know that. We're good enough to beat pretty much anybody, aren't we? It's just, oh, the, the interesting thing for me tomorrow is going to be the team lineup. That is what I'm most interested in. Uh, you know, it's going to be what I'll pass the 11 when the team gets announced. And I'm going to be really interested to see how that, what that's going to be. Is he going to make the changes? Is he going to be brave, Jonas? Is he going to put Spina in the team? Is he going to put Spina and Russo in the team? Is he going to bring Kim Little back in? Is he going to play Leah Williamson? So many questions about the team. And it's that's one of the biggest talking points for me ahead of this game. I mean, Amar, do you think uh, do you think he's going to go with the team that's been tried and tested in the last few games? Or do you think he is going to maybe mix it up a little bit tomorrow? Because he has to, really, doesn't he? I know, yeah, we say that. But, um, yeah, I mean... He did take a few of them off early to give them some rest. I mean, yeah, it was good to see if some of the, the likes of Beth and um, Messi rested for that game. They still got the time. I mean, is he going to finally realise that it is time for change and not play the same, pretty much the same time and give one or two of the other guys, uh, girls a chance? Because you know one or two of them will be there for the key Spurs game. As we know, Emily Fox won't be there. It's, uh, we've still got Sabrina and uh, Chloe for one last time before before would they go off to the Gold Cup as well. So with a two-week break in mind, I feel like one of one of them, well, maybe Pops on both, but one of them should probably start just to mix things up a little bit and give the opposition that hasn't been saying something to think about. Whether he does that or needs to be seen, he's maybe just going to get out of this stale, stubborn style of management and just keep up a, a chance. Okay, you have had one or two minor injuries. Hopefully Kim will start. Hopefully Lotta. Okay, well, I don't know. Will Lotta be rested? Will he play Leo? Again, at centre back, but I feel like he has to make a few changes because clearly it hasn't been working the last few weeks, and it is important that we give the um, we can impose ourselves a bit more because I feel like that's what's needed. It's clearly been obvious and apparent for all to see that the same starting lineup clearly isn't always able to play to their maximum potential. So again, it's down to the manager. Will he make the changes? Who knows? But I would like to see him him do so, and then maybe we'll. I will start feeling, perhaps, I don't know how do I say it, maybe they'll be confident in our side, but hopefully we'll say they'll be able to, they'll be able to take the ball by the horn, so to speak. Yeah, I think we need, we need, uh, following the last few, obviously, the, the FA Cup game, the, the game against West Ham, I think we need a big performance tomorrow. We really do need a big performance, you know, and it's a big opportunity, isn't it? A, a packed out Emirates Stadium uh, to put in a real good show and, if we do that, then yeah, obviously it's the three points if we win the game, which is massively important. But also it's the message that it sends out, isn't it? To, to say that, you know, we are ready to compete. And, you know, it, it's still Chelsea nil, Man City won. So this game, you know, there's half hour still to play or so. So this is a game that could open things up for us a little bit. If we can win tomorrow, if it stays like this, I mean, no doubt Chelsea will score at some stage because they generally mm. do, probably in the 98th minute or something. But... Um, <laughs> But anyway, if, if, you know, if this game stays like this or if it does finish a draw, that's not a bad result for us. And we can win tomorrow and suddenly it's going to lift a lot of clouds that's been hanging over us a little bit uh, in the last few weeks. And I don't know, we, we, what we need to do is we need to find that Chelsea form again, don't we? What we did at the Emirates in, in that game. And if we play like that tomorrow, we'll beat Man United. Absolutely. Of course we will. We'll absolutely beat them. But can we do that? Uh, Greg says there, we'll win 3-0 if Williamson plays 3-1 if she doesn't. Well, you're confident. <laughs> I didn't have to see that. Um, I mean, yes, I think Leah Williamson's important defensively, absolutely. She holds it all together. Um, so, yeah, if she plays, we've got a great chance to win the game, obviously. 
Um, but let's see. Um, Jaffar's with us as well, lady. My friend, he says, uh, hello, Richard. I hope you guys are doing well. Yeah, we're doing very well. Absolutely. Looking forward to the game tomorrow. It's going to be a good one, isn't it? Uh, Terry says, if we can't beat Man U, Jonas should hand his 345. United are playing worse than ours, and that's saying something. Well, I don't know if they're playing worse. They're, they're not doing as well as they would have hoped to have done, would they? But, um, but anyway, yeah, let, let's see what tomorrow brings, because it's, it's a, such an important game. We have to win, um, and let's see if we do. I mean, what would be your score prediction then, Emma? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. With us, you never know. But we're good at home. We go the best out of the team ever. It's hopefully we're out of the, like we can, uh, sorry, like we've been able to get out when we played at the Emirates in the past. I feel like Manchester United's record, they just, I don't know, the big games, I don't know what it is, whether it's down to the manager, you can see maybe, um, I don't know whether it's, again, it's similar to maybe what I um, at Arsenal. But they, I don't know, they just seem, they don't, they seem to maybe get, uh, I don't know whether it's stage fight or something, but the big games, again, they don't seem to turn up either. You look at the example, good Chelsea away. Will be okay. They had a good spell when they were two to one down, but they were outplayed again, playing from behind. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, and also the game against Man City took the lead in that one, but again, made individual errors, didn't need to make those individual errors, and uh, ultimately paid the price. And they both lost both those games 3 1. I think okay, as long as we can somehow uh, can the will the manager change the tactic, will he change the lineup? Who knows? But I feel like. We have a good enough score. I've scored it on the day, on paper, as well as, but as we know, as we, you and I well know, games aren't won on paper. It's about what you produce. And if we can do that over 90 minutes, I believe we can beat them. And what, it's a question of if and not what. It's a big question right now with the squad. Is Jonas able to get the best out of them? But for score prediction, I'm confident, I'm feeling confident we can win. But again, is our defence going to be up to the task? I'm not, still not convinced. But if our attack is firing, I think we should have too much for them. Yes, they've got enough good players to hurt us, players in form, but they don't seem to really do it against the big teams on a consistent basis. So I was maybe feeling a bit too overconfident before and maybe saying, oh, we might win 4-0 or something, but I'm going to bring it in and I'll say we'll win 3-1. 3-1. Well, we'll take a good 3-1. Kind of, Greg was agreeing with you. Terry says, I'm going 5-1 because... 5-1? <laughs> because we're both... Well, well, I mean, I'd love a five one. That'd be great, wouldn't it? How good would that be? Um, Wayne says we need to win every single game, win the cup, and see where it takes in the league. Yeah, no, exactly. We we should be setting out to win every game anyway. We're Arsenal. We 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 should be doing that in any case. But now it's absolutely right. Let's that's all we can do now, isn't it? We can win every game. We'll win the Continental Cup if that's the case. And if we win all our league games as well, it might be enough. It might well be enough. But let, that's all we can hope to do, isn't it? Hadda Hadda says, uh, where is Amanda? A bench lot of start Amanda. Well, Amanda's She's been, been ill. She missed the last couple of games because she was ill. So, um, if she's fit, I'm sure she'll play because she's been playing well. But then, is he going to leave Lotter out and play Leah and Amanda? I don't know. It's, a, it's one of these choices he's got to make tomorrow. He's got a lot of choices to make tomorrow, hasn't he? And it's going to be interesting which choices he comes up with. Um, Jeff R says, yeah, uh, come on, Richard. There's no way we're going to win the league. Even if Chelsea lose, we just aren't good enough. Well, you see, I... I think deep down, I kind of know that's probably true. But while there's a mathematical possibility, and the fact we've still got to play Chelsea and Manchester City, so it's kind of in our hands we can win both of them games, I'm still going to believe it's possible. I don't necessarily think we will, but let's see. If Chelsea do lose this game, it's going to give me a little bit more hope. And it is a hope that kills you at the end of the day, and we know that's true, don't we? Um, Tal says there, Gunners 3-1, goal scorers, Sleena, Vicky and Caitlin. Oh, you think Sleena's going to start? Well, that'd be interesting. I hope she does start. Um, because we want her to start, because she's uh, fantastic. Um, Terry says, 
I would drop the Zins tomorrow. Well, I don't think she, I don't think he will. I think I don't think he'll start Sabrina in that game. But but no. we'll see. I don't think Sabrina's played at the Emirates. Actually, actually, I think Zinsberg has always played, always played at the Emirates. So um, interesting choice. I say there's in, there's pretty much eight or nine positions in the team. You think who's he going to pick? This you know it's like you know who's who's going to be the central defensive partnership. Um, you know, who's going to play in midfield? Who's going to be the front three? Is so many. Who's going to be the goalkeeper? Another one, as you said, it's going to be interesting, isn't it? Um, so anyway, Amar's gone for 3-1. We've had a few good predictions in the uh, in the chat as well. Positive predictions. Let's see what Andreas is making of the Manchester United game. So the next match is coming up. And today uh, we all read the news uh, that the match is sold out against uh, United. For the first time, sold out for a WSL match, 60,000, that's just fantastic. And uh, yeah, let's build on this and uh, let's get another win. The last match was 59,000 at the Emirates, was against Chelsea. We all remember this and, and yeah, brilliant match, 4-1. It would be great to, to beat United in a similar way. But uh, yeah, um, I'm not uh, so optimistic for this weekend. I think United uh, um, United will score. They have uh, an inform Nikita Paris. They have Gaze, Elatoun, uh, uh, Leah Galton. Uh, dangerous players, and um, we know how yeah <laughs> how vulnerable our defense is. And we'll have uh, probably uh, yeah, Frozen Manu, the statue, back in goal. Uh, I would play Sabrina, but uh, I'm I'm sure that uh, Jonas will play Manu. Um, yeah, in defense, I think Leah will be back. Let's see how many minutes she she can uh, bring uh, on, on Saturday. And then in midfield, I expect. Uh, Wally, Kim and uh, Vicky and yeah, <laughs> in the attacking line we know what Jonas will do. If Caitlin is fit, if it was only uh, precaution that uh, she was subbed off, then she will play and together with uh, Lassie and, and probably Beth. I would like to see Chloe, maybe Stina and, and Lassie in a, in a deeper role, but let's see. It's um, it's an important match, not only for the girls, but also for Jonas. Uh, yeah. I hope that the home advantage and, and the filled stadium, the atmosphere will push the girls and that they can bring a fantastic performance. We need it. We need these three points against United to secure the third place and yeah, to be in the race at least for the second. And let's see what uh, will happen on Friday evening uh, between Chelsea and Man City. It could be a final for the title. If Chelsea wins, uh, it will be very difficult uh, to reach them again. But let's see. Okay, my prediction, as I said, I'm not too optimistic. I'll say it will be a draw 2-2. United will score twice. I'm afraid that will happen. And uh, are we able to uh, score twice? Yes, we are. And we will. And therefore, we'll have uh, a 2-2 draw. And uh, if it's a win, then I will be extremely happy. 
Okay, see you on Saturday at the Emirates. If you recognize me, say hello. And uh, otherwise, there will be a match day vlog with the atmosphere, as always, uh, probably on Sunday. See you then. Bye-bye. Two. Yeah, of course, if, if you're at the Emirates tomorrow and you do see Andreas, and you, and you can't miss him because he's about eight foot four tall, so, you know, you know. <laughs> Um, just do say hello to Andreas because he, he's a great guy. He's like, he must have meet a few of you guys out there as well. So, um, but yeah, I mean, not quite as optimistic a prediction from Andreas there. Two-two draw he's got he's gone with, and I, I can understand Man United scoring two goals. I won't be surprised if they did because they've got some decent attacking talent as well, haven't they? And we're not exactly defending too well at the minute, so I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but um, obviously, we've got to we've got to predict a win, haven't we? I mean, I, I kind of think there's going to be goals in this game, a bit like last season. It was a, it was an exciting game, wasn't it? There was lots of goals. I can see there being lots of goals again. I'm going to actually go for Arsenal three, Manchester United two. So that's what I'm going for. I think we'll win three two. It's going to be a good game. It could be quite tense, but it'll be good, exciting, and it's going to be great for the crowd, isn't it? Which is what we want to see. Um, you know, crowd will want to come back if it's a great game, won't, won't they? So that's going to be good, isn't it? Um, Stefan says there, unless we go out and get a manager who's a winner, we will always be the underdogs. Winning Conti Cup should never be enough for this team. Uh, we fumbled the league and FA Cup for the third season in a row. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I don't think the Continental Cup is on its own is enough. I, I agree with you. But at this moment in time, if we, if Jonas can win a trophy two seasons in a row, that's a good effort, even if it's only the Conti Cup. You know, it's still winning a trophy two seasons in a row, and, that, and that's good. And you, you have to say that he, he, if that's the case, he would probably keep his job. And would he deserve it? He probably would. <laughs> so, you know, but let, let, let's... Let's see what happens. It's not enough overall, I agree. Uh, Greg says, uh, Hazel will start making mistakes as she looks forward to America so she can look slim on the beach. <laughs> uh, do you think she'll look slim on the beach? Well, in America, she might, I suppose. I, I think, think he meant bench. I think it was a mistime. That's what I was saying in the chat. I think he meant bench. Yeah. No, I think, yeah, on the beach in America. Yeah, of course she's going to be sitting on the beach in America. It's a nice weather, isn't it? Where she's going. It's hot, isn't it? It's not like living in in England. Um, had Adams going, Man City won Chelsea nil, Arsenal 3 United nil. <laughs> Well, that's, it's it's Man City one Chelsea at the moment. There's still uh, 20 minutes to play. City looking more like scoring than Chelsea. Yeah, it's, it's, like been, it's been an interesting game, actually, what I've seen of it. It's, you know, Chelsea have had one or two moments. Keaton's played oh. quite well again in goal. She's a decent goalkeeper. Hannah Hampton made a good save in the first half, actually, when it was 1-0. Stopped it being 2-0 from Bunny Shaw. So, um, it's, it's, it is quite an even game. Man City looked good on the counter-attack. And Chelsea aren't really looking as though they're going to score, actually, at this minute. But there's still plenty of time. I'm sure that they will. Um, Terry says, Blimey, Greg, I thought I had strange thoughts, but sorty on the beach. Well, I'm sure she goes to the beach uh, sometimes. I'm sure she does. But it's best not to get too... It's best not to think too much about it, really, isn't it? Um, so, yeah, I, I think that's probably the best thing. Oh, do. yeah, maybe did. So, I thought it was bench. I got confused. I thought because of the squad depth, I thought he meant slim on the bench. But no, no, I got that wrong. Sorry. No, no. Americans generally are, are quite large people, aren't they? That's kind of... They do eat a lot of food. That's probably why. Um, Defoe said this family. He says, yes, it's true. We have been unlucky with injuries. Um, so is Chelsea. But... Oh, you may see has got a second goal then. Um yeah. But when we look at the money spent, uh, more the squad we have, uh, there we have no reason that's to blame the injuries we have. No, uh, this season we have no excuse. I agree. Last season we did because our squad wasn't strong enough last season, was it? And we, we suffered. But this season, absolutely, we don't have any excuses. Um, Greg says there, all big people go to America to look slim. Well, yeah, exactly. Or they could just stay here and lose. <laughs> they have two choices, aren't they, really? Let's be honest. 
it's a bit cheaper to stay and lose weight because one, you haven't got to fly to America and you haven't got to go and live there. And also, you'll save money on food, just like, you know, just go on a diet and exercise. And you don't need to move to America, do you? Um, but anyway, um, so yeah, we're going we're gonna to beat Man U tomorrow. I can feel it. I can feel a good performance, a big crowd at the Emirates, a good atmosphere. I think we're going to turn it on yeah. and we're going to put last week's disappointment behind us, the West Ham game behind us. And if this game stays like this, uh, would that not put us three points off the top if we win tomorrow? If it stays the same as it is, yeah, City's goal and Chelsea's goal difference would be the same number of games, same number of points and same goal difference. And yet, if we were to win tomorrow, with eight games to go, we'd close the gap to three. So, we'd still be on, but it would have to and be pretty much And we've got a plan, See, we're going to win the league. We are going to win the league, guys. Come on. Let, let, you know. Jonas is going to be knighted. He's going to stand up. Oh, no, 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 no. We're going to win the league. Oh, but, um, to be honest with you, it, it really does... If this game stays like this and there's what, just over 15 minutes to play... It would really, if we win tomorrow, it's yeah. going to really open it up, actually. And I'm going to start getting too excited. And I don't want to get too excited because it just uh, makes me more disappointed when it all goes wrong, which it inevitably will. Um, but let's enjoy it while we can. If, if Chelsea, I always enjoy Chelsea losing, whoever they're playing. So I'm going to, if, if they do lose this game, I'm going to enjoy it. And then if, if we win tomorrow, I'll, I'll enjoy it even more. Um, Stefan says, yeah, Richard, let's look at the bigger picture. It's all good when you win two trophies in a row. But the reality is, we haven't won a major title since 2019. Uh, we have the second most expensive team in Europe. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not disagreeing with you, but I don't think any team, any club can take any trophy for granted. And if you win a trophy every season, then you're doing well, aren't you? You know, there's plenty of, we hadn't won a trophy until last We hadn't won a trophy for, what, three or four seasons in a row. But to win one, two seasons in a row would be good. Would be would be decent. I'd be happy with that. It's not enough, I agree. And a lot, But... From small acorns grow big trees. And if we win the Continental Cup twice... <laughs> Good analogy. Good analogy. Yourself, win the Champions League. It, it, it's how it works, isn't it? You don't always... You can't go from nothing to winning all the big trophies straight away. There's, a, there's Sometimes there's a little period in between. And if that means winning the Continental Cup twice, I'll take that. I'll take that all day long. Especially as uh, it's at Molyneux. And if we get to the final, we're going to be going. So I hope we do win it. So that'll be good. But anyway, we'll worry about that after the semi-final first because I'm not going to jinx it by buying a ticket quite yet, just in case, because I've done that before and it doesn't really work out, does it? Um, but anyway, um, Greg says, um, we'll play great tomorrow. Man, you haven't, haven't got enough to worry us. Well, I do think they've got they've got enough to worry us. Have they got enough to beat us on the day? Hopefully not. I, I don't believe they have. I think we'll win. And I think we'll we'll prove that we're too strong. I mean, you talk about injuries, actually. They've just shown a clip there of Millie Bright and Sam Kerr on the bench for Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, two of the best that, players in the world. And we're moaning at our injuries that we've had and we've got. They've got two of their best players out. And, OK, they're losing this game, but they are still top of the league. Um, so, yeah, there you go. That's just a little bit of perspective oh. there, which I, think, which I think we needed. Um, Greg says, only three prizes in women's football, so winning again is great. Now, you're exactly you're right. Yeah, there's... Well, I mean, technically, you could say four with Europe, although we were out, of course, of Europe this year. But technically, there will be Europe as well. So, they're, they're technically four trophies. But, yeah, I think winning any trophies are, are, makes it a good season. A trophy-winning season is a good season, isn't it, as far as I'm concerned? Um, and if we win a Continental Cup again, I'll be happy. It's, I, I agree, though. It's not enough overall. Absolutely not. Arsenal should be winning league titles. We should be in Europe for a start. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Um, I, I do I do agree. Terry says, uh, Chelsea have only played 75 minutes. <laughs> they still have another 90 to go unless Chelsea score. No, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Well, having said that, I've, I've noticed that I've not been watching the game too kind of clearly. I, I've got it on, but 
there does seem to be one or two decisions going against Chelsea in this game. They could have had a penalty earlier on. But, Richard, if you compared the referee to what you had early in the season where she was just like, oh, his teacher was so stupid. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that talking to you? That was one of the worst uh, worst referee performances I've ever seen. This referee, Abigail Byrne, okay, I think she's one of the better ones. I think so far she's done a good job, but the 12 minutes yeah, no, she's, very interesting. She's still 1-0. She's definitely not been um, too in favour of Chelsea. That, that's for sure, which is good to it's see. Not been that they've had one or, not been definitely. one or two decisions that they've uh, gone against them, actually. So, which is which is unusual. Donkey says he makes a, a fair point. If if City wins, it's that's typical true. of us to lose tomorrow. True. Yeah, I do agree. Actually, that would be typical. We've got a chance to get back in it, and we we blow it. I wouldn't be surprised if that was true. But I hope you're wrong. I hope, I hope City do hold on and win, and I hope that we obviously win tomorrow as well. And Suddenly, the league title is back on, isn't it? The, the dream's back on. But we're going to have two massive away games, aren't we, at Chelsea and City that we'll need to win, probably. Or certainly, we wouldn't have thought to lose either of them. Well, we probably will have to win, won't we, let's be honest, because we're going to have to make three points up on both of them. So, um, but anyway, let's um, let's see what happens here first. But, yeah, tomorrow's going to be good, actually. You're going tomorrow, aren't you, Emma? Yeah, I'm trying to go there. I have to get there a bit early, but yeah, no, I'm definitely going. And hopefully meet up with Andreas this time afterwards and go for a drink with him in the tolly. So that, that's the plan. Hopefully this time I can find the tolly because last time Google Maps messed me about and I wasn't able to find it. So hopefully I'll see him after the game and yeah, possibly have a debrief with him afterwards. It'll be really good. So I'm looking forward to it. If you want to find a tolly, if you come out of the stadium where the armoury is and you turn right, go underneath the railway bridge... Just walk down that road and it's on the left-hand side. You can't Oh, maybe that's why. Thanks for telling me because I think what Maps was telling me last time, I also saw no railway bridge. I'll try to use it again. If not, I'll just follow the crowd. I'll follow the crowd. If you, if you come out of the stadium where the roundabout is, you know where the armoury shop is? If you come yeah, out I know where the armoury is. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then turn sort of, go turn right and then head yeah. underneath the railway bridge. And just keep going straight down that road. The, the pollen's on the corner on the left-hand side. You won't miss it because it's... it's yeah, yeah, I think they might... They, well, yeah, there might be a few interested Arsenal fans from the Burnley game after as well. So, I mean, let's see. But no, it'll be good. Yeah, so if, 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 if you're at the game tomorrow and you want to meet Amo and Andreas in the Tolentan after the game, head down <laughs> there afterwards and I'm sure that I'm sure they'll be, they'll be pleased to see you. Um, which would be good. Oh, in the stadium, if you see them in the stadium as well. So, that'll be good. But yeah, pop in the Tolentan afterwards and uh, that'll be great. And, uh, yeah, have a debrief on the game. Hopefully, it'll be a, a, a good debrief because we've won and you can have happy, happy memories. That'd be good, won't it? Uh, as Greg says, absolutely, just follow the giant. Indeed, yeah, follow the giant. You can't go wrong because he's uh, he's a he's a big guy, Andreas. He really is. Um, but he's a friendly giant, isn't he? So, say hello if you do. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, it's going to be good tomorrow. It's going to be a great day. It's a great occasion, as always, playing at the Emirates. And, yeah, let's hope that it's, um, it's going to be a good win for Arsenal. Well, it's starting to get a little bit tense at Kings Meadow now. We're into the last 10 minutes. It's still 1-0 to Man City. Um, and as Terry said, probably another 10 minutes of injury time to play on top of that as well, <laughs> no doubt, until Chelsea score. Um, but it's been a good game, actually, what I've seen of it. Competitive. Oh, it's been a good two, game. Chelsea coming on yeah, strong. Two good teams going at it. Mm. You know, um, Man City have got the lead and they're defending it pretty well and Looking Very dangerous well. on the counter-attack. Chelsea obviously putting some pressure on at times and they've had a few chances, not quite able to... It's not been their night so far. They've not been able to hit the target. So Once, um, again, though, once again, though, I have to say, Keating has been absolutely outstanding for the handling. They're playing really deep now. The first real chance they was there in Cosmo a minute ago. Other than that, I'm struggling to remember too many other associates made. So at the moment, even though it's interesting early in the piece, 
Andrea said, oh, I don't read Gareth Taylor tactic as a manager. But when you see performance like this, when able to defend deep, defend properly and stop those crosses coming into the box and be clinical when they've had their chances. OK, Hannah Hampton's made a good save, but you can see they're creating them. They're defending really deep. I think you know, also look at this maybe for the Chelsea game in the future and he can learn one or two things from this as well, you know. Well, I mean, you think, well, I mean, they haven't won yet, Man City, but imagine if no, they, they can get back-to-back no. away wins. If they can get back-to-back away wins at uh, Arsenal and Chelsea in two consecutive weeks, that would be some impressive That's stuff there. Yeah, it would. Yeah, and yeah. yes, you have to say maybe that their manager hasn't always been, um, you know, doesn't always appear to be the greatest with talent that they've got and what they've won, but, you know... You have to say that's impressive that if they can hold on here and having beaten us away last week, we need to now go away to Chelsea and Man City and repeat that, don't we? We've got to win both yeah. those games. Man City are on the, on, the, on the brink of doing it. We need to do it. So, yeah. you know, that's mm-hmm. impressive for Man City. If they, if they hold on and win this game, you have to say that's, that is really, really impressive. Because there won't be many teams ever that's done that back-to-back weeks winning oh. away at Arsenal and Chelsea. That is, without conceding a goal at this rate, if it stays like this. So, fair play to them. And it's helping us out. So, we're delighted. Um, Hannah Hannah says, who says that um, Lauren, uh, she's better than Russo? (laughs) Well, I I don't know about that. Donkey says, yeah, maybe you can catapult Jonas um, back to Sweden from the Emirates if he's a giant. (laughs) Oh, dear. Donkey says, City uh, is serious about a side than Chelsea. They They are a good side. No, they are a good side. Yeah, they definitely are a good side. And they play play, play well tonight. They play well against us as well. Last week, it was a good away performance. And you know, it's we. This is the thing that we're we'll doing as well. LJ, LJ just got booked for trying to to try to charge down a free kick from Kiara King. Sorry, I'll go and laugh. That was just so funny. LJ got booked for trying to charge down a goal kick. I'm like, no, nah, this ain't rugby, my dear. Sorry. I mean, I'm, I'm a little bit behind. I'm just going to get that now, maybe. But, but yeah, I mean, Sorry. City are a good side. There's no doubt. They're they are they're a decent side and. I think we would all probably agree that um, if we can't win the league, we'd rather Man City win it than Chelsea. Oh, yeah, I think, yeah, I like City the way they're playing. They're a very good side. You know, since they beat us, I always say we were lucky lucky to beat them early in the season. But since then, they've kicked on. If they win, this will be the 11th straight win. It'll be the first time Chelsea have lost at home in, a, in, in over three years. And it'll be the first time anyone else other than Arsenal has actually failed to... Uh, have has actually not conceded against them in six years, so and it'll be their first yeah. win in eight years. So, a lot of uh, is at stake here for City. No, no, it, it'll be it'll be really good. Um, but I say this, there's still there's still time, there's still time left in this game, so uh, we'll see what happens. Um, let's have a look. We've got a few more comments here. Um, Jeff says, A question for the panel Is Jonas a better manager than Joe? If yes, on which basis? Um, because Joe had a much thinner squad than Jonas. And he won the league and the FA Cup. Is Jonas an upgrade? Well, you see, obviously, you've answered your own question, haven't you? Hey, Joe won the league and the FA Cup. So far, Jonas has just won the Conti Cup. Yes, Joe was there a lot longer, although he won the league and the FA Cup in what his first three seasons, didn't he? I think it was. Um, so, yeah, obviously, as things stand, Joe is is a, well ahead of Jonas. Of course, he is. I don't think there's much doubt, is there, Amar? You'd agree with that, wouldn't you? Yeah, the way I was just reading, in fact, it's funny, it's interesting. I'm reading Beth's book right now, and she's reflecting on her time with Joe, how he was able to uh, change the style of football and the, and, uh, the way it was effective in pulling teams apart and creating overload. It's actually interesting when you compare what it was like under the last few days under Pedro, for example. It's not that Pedro was a bad manager, but when Joe figured out what the problem was and he began imposing his style of football, 
we were we were actually unplayable at times. It was some of the best football we saw when you had all our key players fit. Okay, we had injuries yeah. that season as well, ACL injuries. But the squad stayed yeah, we together. Did. We lost only two games, interestingly, all season and won the title. That's because we were so. That's because we were playing such a uh, such a watchable brand of football, and everybody was getting behind it. And uh, yeah, and okay, whilst it didn't ultimately go on to last for a while, we were unplayable, and we kind of want Jonas. Okay, he did that the first year or so, the year or two. Okay, we had injuries, but we want to kind of see him change it up and maybe impose that sort of style of football where we can we, we can be more imposing on the opposition rather than sit back, absorb, and just uh, and then wait and wait for something negative to happen before we start playing, isn't it, ultimately? And, yeah, ultimately it's down to him to change it. But, yeah, for me, there's no doubt Joe certainly knew how to get the best out of his players on a consistent basis more so than the current manager is doing. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I don't think there's much doubt, is it? I mean, if you, if you win the league in the FA Cup, then obviously you're going to be ahead of a manager that so far has only won the Continental Cup. But if from this point we go on and win the WSL, or maybe we do well in Europe as well and, and win more trophies, then th th that question might, might, the answer might be different. But yeah, at the moment, there's no doubt, is there? Joe is, is ahead of, is ahead of, of course he is, uh, with what he won. Absolutely. Um, LG says, uh, we are going to bottle it tomorrow. We are the Arsenal. No, don't say that. Don't say that. We're not going to bottle it. We're going we're gonna to win tomorrow. Um, I'm sure we will. Uh, Greg says, look at City. They go forward um, with four players. That's what we've got to do, support our front line. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's taking risks, isn't it? It's taking risks when you're away from home. But they do it. You're right, absolutely. Um, Donkey says, uh, uh, we need Tony Pulis for more grit. <laughs> oh, I think we don't. But anyway. Um, Greg says, Joe brought in Katie McCabe. That's good enough for me. Indeed. Yes. Um, and that is definitely good enough. Um, but yeah, uh, so I did put a comment out. He said, it there. So yeah, he did bring in Katie McCabe. Um, that's what we, uh, that's what we needed at the time. And yeah, he, he, no, he did a good job, Joe. There's no doubt. He was a great manager. Um, and yeah, let's hope, let's hope Jonas can become a great manager as well. But as things stand at the moment, questions are there to be answered. And it starts tomorrow. He's got to answer those questions tomorrow, hasn't he? Because tomorrow's the next game. We have to win. We've seen how important it is now with the way this game's going at Kings Meadow. So, yeah, let's um, let's see what happens. But, yeah, it's, it's going to be exciting, isn't it? It's going to be great. And um, uh, look out for Andreas's vlog as well, which is going to be good, isn't it? As it always is. So we're looking forward to seeing that as well. Um, so, yeah, that's been the Arsenal Women's Show, of course, as it is every week. Uh, we, of course, we, we missed Andreas tonight, although he did give us some great comments on video, of course, as always. Um, right, yeah, and hopefully he's having a safe flight. He, he'll probably be landing soon, actually, won't he, at, um, at, at Heathrow. And he's actually staying at a different hotel this time. He's not at um, he's not a Motel one because they put their prices up. He's a bit cheeky, really. He should get a discount, shouldn't he, Andreas? He's like, he's like royalty there. And they put the prices up, so he's had to go somewhere else. But anyway, I'm sure he'll, I'm sure he'll have a nice hotel, and I'm sure he'll have, he'll have a good stay um, in London. And I'm sure it'll be great um, for uh, meeting um, Amar as well, of course, after the game tomorrow. We look forward to this. Uh, you have to get some stuff on video together. That'd be good. Um, LG says, um, times were different under Joe. The way women's football has changed has evolved beyond Joe. Uh, we focus more on the technical aspects, um, but lack the power of physicality in the modern game. Yeah, obviously football's changing, yeah. But the question was, who, who has been the better manager? And obviously, Joe's been the better manager because he's won bigger trophies. Would he win? Would he have won those trophies now, Joe? We don't know. Uh, we'll never know that question, will we? Um, 
Defos is it. The reason I ask is because I dispel to understand how far we have fallen. The ball doesn't take any action against this manager. If Chelsea won, went four seasons without a WSL um, with more money spent, why keep him? Well, he's only he's only had three goes at well, two and a half goes at it, and we might win the league this season now. Chelsea are losing, we win tomorrow. You know what I mean? It's back on again, isn't it? Um, Donkey says, hey, what's the odds on LJ taking in a stamp after the loss? Yeah, probably, yeah. That probably will be the case. Um, She's a bit lucky there, actually. She just whopped uh, Alexander oh. in the face, didn't she? So, Nine yeah. added minutes, by the way. Nine added minutes. Uh, we said, I said ten, didn't I? I said there have been a few injuries. There have been a few injuries, but it's nine. Well, yeah, there has, yeah. but even so. Hang on, Man City coming forward now. Lauren Hemp with a shot. Oh, why? Oh, that was unlucky. Yeah, nine minutes of stoppage time. Nine. So, um, why don't, why don't we all go and enjoy the last nine minutes of Chelsea? Yeah, exactly. Why not? Why not? Say the pressure. We'll enjoy that, won't we? Um, so, thank you, obviously, to Andreas for his video contributions tonight. Really, really good, as always. And thanks to Amo as well for uh, staying yeah, with us. Well. Even the game on in the background. It was good that you uh, that you kept with us, which is good. Yeah. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed the show. Have yeah. I enjoyed the show? Oh, sorry. Yes, but yeah, no, I have. It's been a good time. It's been a week. been a good time, but now it's been good. And we will welcome Andreas back next week. I know it's been a while without quiz question, but we could really take it in, could, we could take it in terms in future to uh, to have a go at that. So no, I'm looking forward to um, the next one and yeah, then international break and who knows beyond that. But no, it's been good and hopefully we can sign off before the international break with the win and yeah, and uh, and have a good uh, end to the season. So no, whatever happens, we'll, we'll, we'll set our differences aside and we'll continue to watch our team with great purpose and enthusiasm. So yeah, bring it on. Absolutely, absolutely. We definitely will. Um, Greg says, we're still the only English club to win a European <laughs> trophy. Yeah, are, yeah. uh, Terry says, I'd give our title a job. Ah. job That's the only job I'd give him, but anyway. Um, <laughs> but no, we don't, want, we don't want to inflict that on us, Terry. Come on. I mean, things are bad enough already. Don't make it worse. Um, but no, it's, it's, been, it's been a good show. I've enjoyed it. Obviously, lots of disappointments over the last week or so. But we are in a semi-final of a cup, which is always nice. So we've got lots of points. Of course, tomorrow is a big game, isn't it, at the Emirates? I'll be here at quarter past 12. We're doing our park run in the morning and then we'll be back ready to go for the show. It's going to be good. So join us for that quarter past 12, Arsenal versus Manchester United from the Emirates. And hopefully I'll say, if you see the, if you see the guys around the Emirates tomorrow in the toilet and after the game, definitely say hello. Uh, and buy them a drink as well. Why not? Because they deserve it, really, for all the hard work they do on the channel for us. Um, Greg says there, tomorrow is the start of a brighter future. Indeed, tomorrow's another day, isn't it? Everything can be better tomorrow. Um, unless we lose, of course, then obviously it won't be better. <laughs> We're not um, so, right, let's go away and watch the end of this Chelsea game. We'll enjoy them losing, hopefully. And I'll see you tomorrow <laughs> uh, past 12. So, join me for that one. Tomorrow night, actually, I'm doing a show. We're lo looking back on the Arsenal game against Burnley, the men's game. It'll be me, Lee, and Neil looking back on that one at half past seven tomorrow night. So, join me for that as well if you can. Because that'll be good, I'm sure. I'm sure Arsenal men will win that game against uh, Burnley and struggling away. We've got a good record there as well. Um, so join me for that tomorrow. Thanks for watching tonight. Don't forget, give us a like. Please subscribe if you are new. Thanks to um, Amar. Thanks to Andreas for his videos. Thanks to you guys for watching. You make the show what it is. Uh, and join me, please, tomorrow at quarter past 12 for the game. Uh, Greg says, thanks for a great show. Feeling a lot more positive now. Yeah, I am as well. We got all the negative stuff out of the way early on. And now we're looking forward to tomorrow, aren't we? Uh, Terry says, great show again tonight, Richard, at 8 o'clock, Amar. Well, he was a bit earlier tonight, which is good, isn't he? Uh, it's Amar yeah, was on board tonight. Yeah. He must do the Friday show in his, in his bathroom. It's not my bathroom. It's a bedroom. 
it does look a bit like a bathroom cabinet to be fair but anyway um there he stares it and likes up indeed you give us all a like and we will see you tomorrow at quarter past 12 but a big game it is going to be great isn't it so join us for that if you're not at the emirates if you are at the emirates say hello to Amar and andreas because they they'll look yeah, forward to seeing you um, so thanks for joining us tonight. And yeah, let's see if Chelsea can lose, shall we? And we'll be back in the title race. Actually, I've just noticed Demi Stokes is just coming on for Man City. I didn't realise she was still playing, but she is. She's coming oh, I know. She's had a lot of injuries as well. It's good to see her back. She's a good player. Yeah, I didn't realise she was still playing. But Demi Stokes has just come back on. Wow, good to see her, isn't it? Been a long time since she's there. Uh, right, anyway. Take it easy, guys. We'll see you later. Yeah, we'll see you later, guys. Take it easy. Thanks for watching. And um, yeah, I will see you tomorrow at quarter past 12. Tell our guys, come on, you gunners. Bye, let's come on, do it. Okay. Bye, guys. I just want to put that comment back on from Donkey there. I just thought it was brilliant. He said, we need to take Jonas to Dubai to meet Salt Bay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we do. Maybe we do. Maybe that's what's needed. Um, anyway, join me tomorrow, guys, at um, quarter past 12 for the Man United game. It's going to be good, isn't it? Let's hope that uh, Man-, Man City have just kept out another Chelsea attack, actually. Uh, Kiara Keaton, again, has done well on a couple of occasions. Uh, she's a good goalkeeper, isn't she? So let's hope Man City can hang on. And I will see you tomorrow, where hopefully Arsenal could be back in the title race. Come on, you guys. Thanks for watching, guys. See you tomorrow.